And welcome back, everybody, to another rousing edition of Before the Three Count. I am the man with the plan, the one, the only, G.A. West. And we're coming at you with the host with the most, the one, the only. Unnamed host, a.k.a. L. Dandy. L. Dandy, I dig it, I dig it. Who are you to doubt? And, uh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh, what's up, everybody? We are back. Another edition of Before the Three Count coming after. Bounce with me, bounce with me. And uh, <laughs> we are uh, here to discuss the uh, going-ons of wrestling. There's been no brawls, no fights, no suspensions, no releases. But uh, some rumored signings. Yep. It's been uh, it's been interesting. Uh, it has been. It has been. So uh, I think we'll jump right into the rumored WWE signing. Uh, everybody's saying Bray Wyatt uh, has returned, is returning. I don't know what the proper way to put that would be. Okay. So uh, did he make an announcement or something or what was going on? He hasn't made any announcements, although he's shown some footage apparently on Twitter of him training. Oh, okay. And uh, and then there's been, I guess, at WWE shows uh, off air, um, so not on TV, but off air in the in the arena, they'll like cut out the lights and it'll be all red for like a second. Okay. Um, which was the fiend that was his lighting. Okay. And, uh, Okay. And then uh, I guess I, I probably my fault for fast forwarding through things. So I, I missed this. Mm-hmm. But uh, on Raw this past week and on SmackDown the week prior, I guess at one point in the middle of a screen, a QR, Q, what do you call it? A QOR code? Uh, you mean the, the QR uh, code that we yeah. use to scan with their phones? Yeah, yeah. Yep, QR. QR code. There we go. Yeah. yeah. So they flashed one of those, I guess, in the middle of the screen, okay. uh, going to a commercial break. Okay. And uh, if you uh, click it, yep. um, it brings you to a blank page that just says the White Rabbit. Okay. And uh, which some people are speculating is Killer Cross, uh, because that was his gimmick on Lucha Underground. Wait, he was on Lucha Underground? I think so. Really? Okay. I never I watched have, it, so I'm not sure. But, I, I uh, did, but I, like, I never remember seeing him in there. But yeah. What season? Pretty, I don't know if he was there for all, if he was there towards the end part or the beginning. Like, I would guess the end, but I'm not sure. Yeah, definitely see him on like the first and second seasons. I feel you. Yeah, I'm, I'm also not too sure, but yeah. um, <laughs> going to have to go back and check it out. Right. Okay, all right. So the White Rabbit uh, was his deal. And uh, so some people are making a connection there. But most people believe it to be Bray Wyatt. All the uh, news reports and headlines are saying Bray Wyatt. Were you a a fan of The Fiend? Um, I was a fan of Bray Wyatt. Okay. I liked the Bray Wyatt uh, Waylon Mercy gimmick. Uh, <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, from uh, uh, what was that movie? Oh, um, 
I should know this too. I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, Nick Nolte and uh, Robert De Niro. Oh, Cape Fear. Yeah. There we go. Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I like that gimmick. Yep. I wasn't horribly into The Fiend. Okay. Um, I liked his theme song. Um, and I liked the creativity of the idea itself. Just like, oh, this is something very different. Right. Were you like, which vignettes did you like? The uh, the, the Wyatt family or the, the Firefly house? Wyatt family. Okay. I liked all that better. The uh, Firefly Funhouse stuff didn't really vibe with me that much. Too too comedic? Yeah, for my flavor of ice cream. What about right. you, though? What were your thoughts? Mm, both in the middle. Okay, I dig that. I mean, I like the, the Funhouse vignettes were funny and, you know, different. Uh, the only thing, like, with The Fiend was the whole mask thing. Like... Yeah. I don't know. That was just a little not off-putting, but I was just like, okay, we got this funky mask, but you know, it's not really that creepy. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. And uh, and and I feel like so so. I I love horror, right? And I love wrestling, right? And I love mixing the two. Yep. Um, you know, my my current uh, gimmick with Osiris is very horror um, heavy. We'll say. Right, um, but I, I don't like supernatural. And you're wrestling, yeah. Okay, so I, wait, so when Papa Shango was off and running, you didn't dig that? I loved Papa Shango, but I was also ten years old. But okay, all right. So if you're saying today, uh, GA watch Papa Shango be a different story? Yeah, I don't know how much I'd be feeling it. Okay. But I, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh man, like cursing people if the if they like I remember the stuff they did with Warrior yeah. because I was ten years old, but like in and everything. Yeah, like <laughs> it was like, oh, this is crazy. The top of his head. Yes. So that's why curious. Oh, okay. Uh who else was a super supernatural? Undertaker, Kane. Yeah, I don't know how much I would be into if they did it today okay. the way they did it then. Okay. Um, but if I am into it, that's going to be about my limit. Okay. Okay. And, and where it gets tough, I think, is, you know, like with Undertaker and Kane, like Kane in particular, he, he really had the like Michael Myers deal. Yep. But like he's seven feet tall and like gigantic. Yep. So like it kind of worked. Right. It was, yeah, yeah. Like, Bray's a little shorter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a little shorter, a little, little huskier. huskier. <laughs> no pun intended. Yes. Yep. Um, Shout out to Husky Harris. Right. Who I was a big fan of Husky Harris. Really? I the gimmick. I thought it didn't last that long. I thought it was all about maybe three months. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but but I dug Husky Harris. Like the what did he call himself? The tank with a Ferrari engine, I think. What? Yeah. Hysterical. And I was yeah, like, okay, okay, I understand that. Harris. Was he just like the oldest uh, 1.0? <laughs> kind of. Okay. Not, not as, uh, I don't know, I, and I don't, I don't think Otis, the actual person, is dumb, <laughs> but I, I feel like that's what he plays. 
Okay. You know, especially b- before when he was all like, ah, tick, tick, arr, tick, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually like the incarnation more than the, uh, what's his new tag team? Uh, the Academy. Fitness Academy, something. Yeah, Shush. Academy. Yep. With baby Ang- <laughs> Yes, Baby Angle. <laughs> <laughs> Who, I, I don't understand how they botched that. Yeah, right? They're like, we're going to make the black guy Kurt Angle's baby. Yeah, what happened to um Jason Jordan? Yes. He got injured, broke his neck. Oh my goodness. Yes. He's paralyzed? Not paralyzed, thank goodness. Yeah. Um he is perfectly mobile and I don't I don't want to say fine because I don't know, but I know he's mobile. Um and all, all things considered, we'll say he's perfectly fine. Um but he is done wrestling. And I hope to break that. How'd he break his neck? That is a good question. Uh, Let's see if the Google machine has that answer. Uh, But while I'm looking that up, I will say that uh, he got a job as a producer. Oh, that's good. Uh, Yes. Yep. Still in the biz. Yeah, still in the biz. Still with WWE. Yep. Um, Interesting tidbit I learned the other day. Did you know that uh, Tyson Kidd? because of his lawsuit with the WWE, he has a job for life. He has a lawsuit? Or had a lawsuit? What was the lawsuit? Yeah. Uh, for breaking his neck. How? That was uh, from Samoa Joe, though. Um, and I don't know the specifics uh, of how WWE got sued for that. Yeah, exactly. But Unless uh, they knew he had some sort of injury prior to him having that match, and they still made him have the match. Maybe. You know, I'll look it up after I look up the Jason Jordan stuff. Yeah, because it was from, what, the Muscle Buster, right? Yeah, it was the Muscle Buster. Which I thought, isn't isn't the the, the, the opponent well-protected for that move? Nine times out of ten. Okay. I mean, you think about Samoa Joe's hit that on thousands of people. Right. Um, There's only been the one injury. Um, He's used, they they banned it in WWE, but he's using it in AEW again, and... uh, yeah, no problems. Yeah, because when, when he drops down, he's not really, like, squeezing the opponent, I, I, I take it. No, no. He's taking the brunt of the uh, impact on his back. And then Would you ever take one? Back. Oh, yeah. I've, I've taken oh. it before. Oh, really? So what's the sensation? Um, it, It's very similar to getting suplexed. Uh, you feel it on your back. Okay. Okay. But, but yeah, it's actually to me it's easier than getting suplex because he's hitting first, right? And then then you're like secondary hitting, right? Okay, all right. But what's his job for life? Um, so yeah, he's a producer. Um, Tyson Kidd, he, he works nice. uh, mainly with the women. Well, I mean, isn't his wife uh, Natalie still Nat- so strong? Yeah, Natty Neidhart. Natty Neidhart. Yeah. I was gonna say, uh, since he's a OG, uh, you fan of uh, work as one of the vets, Natty. Yep. Um. Oh. <laughs> well, I gotta think of how to work because I'm not a fan of hers. Okay. But I mean, I, I think she's one of she's one of the best female wrestlers like of all time. Uh, okay. She's so technically solid in the ring. Right. So you respect her. Yeah, big time. Okay. So you put put her in the in, in top ten of all time, women's wrestlers? No. Okay. Top twenty? Yeah, 
Okay. Okay. Um, Do you like the women's wrestling of today compared to yesteryears? Definitely. Okay. Um, I, I think the the women's wrestling today is some of the best it's ever been. Um, uh, especially when you've got talents out there like Sasha Banks, yep. Charlotte Flair. Um, yep. I mean, those are my, my, my one and two uh, okay. for, for top women. But, uh, you know, I mean, everyone else underneath them, Bianca Belair, uh, Becky Lynch, Bailey, um, Shayna Baszler. Oh, my gosh. I put Shayna Baszler actually in my top three. She just doesn't get booked very well. Yeah, but she it's just so crazy because she has the most legitimate look Yes, and her style. Like, oh yeah, it's crazy. But uh, we'll see what happens now. That Triple H is in charge because uh, he gave her a good push in NXT. Yeah, um, <clears throat> that he did. Well, uh, if you had to get now those five that you listed right there, and then you compare them of the the OGs from yesterday, like the. Um, Trish Stratus's, the the Ivories, the Medusa's slash, you know, Alondra Blaze, uh, um, uh, trying to think of other Jacqueline, uh, Molly, Holly, like those OGs in the new crop. You, who would you give the edge to as far as in work uh, abilities? Oh, this new crop, hands down. Okay, okay. And uh, no disrespect to the the OG crew. Yeah. Uh, Really what it comes down to is just opportunity. What do you mean? New crop of female talent. They work with more men. Um, They get trained like men. I thought the OGs did too. No, it was very different. Um, Okay. It it, it was very different. Um, It was like, oh, this is how women wrestle. Yep. And it was treated as like different than how men wrestle. Really? Yeah, that's why if you go back watch those matches, you see a lot more hair pulling, um, a lot more like I don't know, ground and pound style stuff. That okay. Does, like I don't know, it's not quite sexual, but like <laughs> okay. not as not as serious as the wrestling today. Okay, okay. Because I don't know the feud with the uh, Alondra Blaze and uh, Boom. Macho Man would say. <laughs> yeah, the matches were stiff, yo. Yeah, those. I mean, well, that, but that's that's the one example you can give, and that's because they brought in someone from Japan. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Because the the wrestling for women in Japan are like they were like twenty years ahead of the game. Yeah, they were like some real stiff, 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 stiff moves. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, very different. How do, is, is the women wrestling in Japan still big over there? Not really. Well, I'm well, kidding. I should say not really. Yes and no. Okay. New Japan is like the premier. Like New Japan is WWE of Japan. Correct. And New Japan doesn't have a women's division. They don't. They do not. Oh wow! So all Japan was the one that had the women's division. Yes. Oh okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, and uh, which uh, Christopher Daniels just wrestled for All Japan, um, I think last week. Yep, crossing off uh, his list of companies now that he, he's wrestled for everyone that he's ever wanted to wrestle for. Oh, nice, good for yeah. him. Good for yeah. him. Do you think the women of 
uh, the WWE could compete in overseas uh, in you know oh, yeah. in their promotion. Um, uh, good. Oh, no question. Um, number one, the, the best female wrestlers from Japan are all in WWE right now. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I, I think, but I'm like, yeah, you can send over Charlotte. Bian- oh my gosh, you send back Bianca Belair over to Japan. Yeah, she becomes Godzilla. Why is that? Oh, because she's so tall. Yeah, compared she's so to tall, that. muscular, and big, like she is. Nah, the, 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 nah, nah uh, Bianca. I say you have to send. Uh, oh, uh, the one from AEW, uh, Son. Uh, uh, uh Soho. No, from AEW, the, the the women's um uh what's that the, the title over there? Uh TNT title. Oh, Jade Cargill. Oh yeah. She's bigger than uh Bianca. She would makes dwarfs her. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> she is that beep. And yeah, and where's uh Swole from uh, uh AEW? Where's she at? Um She got released. So she in limbo or she on Indies? I mean, I assume she's on the indies, but I never see her name anywhere. Okay. Um, she's probably doing stuff local to her. I think she, uh, her her exit from AEW was a bit unceremonious. Yep. And uh, I think that, that hurt her. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, because her and Tony were uh, button heads. Yes. Which seems to be now like the <laughs> the, the, the story of it all now. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the whole Tony Khan thing—it's all interesting. I'm curious to see, and it, it may take a while for all of this stuff to, to play out and pan out, all that. But I'm yeah, I'm curious to see where everything goes with AEW and the executive vice presidents and the CM Punk. Yeah, all of it. Well, they said CM Punk might have. Uh, this is all legit, <clears throat> like a what multi million dollar uh, buyout because basically his injury is gonna last him a good chunk of his last remaining contract uh, on his third year, I believe. And I think by the time he comes back, there'll be only like a handful of months left on it. Uh, which they saying allegedly that they might not just bring him back, so you might get the old WCW. While you're injured, you get multi millions dollars. <laughs> <laughs> or you just sit at home. We have uh, right. well, like Lex Luger had that one time. Like Kevin Nash, I think had no uh, Steiner had it, and like Goldberg, like <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, I think Macho Man had it at one point. <laughs> right, which must be wonderful. <laughs> and uh, for sure, for sure, it's uh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't even know what to say to it all because, like, uh, <laughs> I'm so curious how it all plays out. Yeah. Uh, because I think one punk, he'll have less than a year left on his deal, but he'll still. Uh, I mean, it'll be. I think like close to like nine, ten months though. Because it, it was it was, it was cause a three year deal, what? Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And right now he's like a year and two months into it. Okay. Okay. Um, so, but they're saying he's going to be out for like eight months or so. Right, so there's practically a year right there. Yeah. yeah. That would still leave, actually, that would leave about a year left. If Hasn't it already been a year? It's, it's been a year and two months. Yeah, a year and two months? Okay. 
So another eight. So yeah, we can. Yeah, you're right. Cause we round off to like two years, and then yeah, still one more year. Yeah. And then, I mean, they should bring him back because by then it should everything blown over. You know, he was right. Or it's like, and, and here's the tough thing with Tony Khan. I, I was, you know, I've been watching UFC and like different things, and, and I've just been thinking about it, and I'm like, yeah, you need like a. Oh, it was it was actually well, yes, I've been watching UFC, but it was when I was watching the press conference with Logan Paul and Roman Reigns. Okay, that really made me uh, and watching Triple H there. Like, I'm like, yeah, you need like a guy in charge, like a Triple H, a Dana White, a Vince McMahon, yeah, who they can just step in and like be like, knock it off, like right. you're gonna stop, like, <laughs> yeah, because there's somewhat of have an opposing size to them or just demeanor Tony yeah. Klein I don't really get that <laughs> no not at all you know like even like you can even go when you think about it you can give the man his uh his flowers that he was able to handle uh Paul Heyman all those ECW guys they were even crazy in today's props yeah right you know I mean you got New Jack and you got like Sam like all these guys like hopped up on all different substances left and right and Heyman was able to keep it afloat for a very long time and you know keep the inmates under control for the most part. That's true. So, but you gotta figure Heyman had a lot of experience in wrestling. And well, he, had, he was a he was just an on screen manager. He wasn't really like a booker or nothing like that. No, but being a manager, well a couple things. He was an on screen manager for, right. and for top level people in WCW, like right. aside from the other places he worked prior to that. Right. Um so he I think Heyman had Number one, he knew how to deal with wrestlers because he had been dealing with them for years. Right. Like Heyman, people people forget, Heyman got started in wrestling when he was a teenager. Really? Yeah. Uh, he started off as a photographer. Oh, never knew. Yep. Okay. Um, which is also how Jim Cornette got started in wrestling. I was about to say, he was also been, he was able to handle all the wrestlers and Smokey, Ro- uh, Smokey, not Robinson, <laughs> Smokey Mountain. <laughs> all and Smokey Mountain, which also had New Jack, you know. <laughs> yes, yes, right. <laughs> you know, so once again, like and all the other wacky individuals, uh, it was able to handle them. So imagine just putting Tony Khan in Smokey Robinson, uh, Smokey Mountain, uh, put him in ECW, like he would still get like, he was still. He would still drown. <laughs> Big time. He would drown faster. <laughs> it probably even worse. Yes. You and, know. and it's one of those things where I think a lot of people don't understand. It's like, it's not all about, because Tony Khan's got tons of money. Right. But that he doesn't have the respect and he doesn't, he's never been around wrestlers. But. Nope. And you, and from going on those rides way back in the day, I can definitely tell, like, you know, it's y'all, your own, your own. Breed, <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's not <laughs> your typical day to day nine to fivers. <laughs> no, definitely not. And like, and it's not your typical athletes. Like, you nope. know, it's not the same as soccer players or nope. football players. Nope. Like, it's just its own own thing. I think he, I think if he was able to like, if he came from the only other industry, I can see him maybe using the same having the same experience or be able to use the same experience is like if you worked in like a record industry for like a rap label or something like that you know what I'm saying yes I I agree during like the DMX era then (laughs) maybe he'd be able to handle wrestlers you know 
But uh, it's funny actually that you say that. Yeah. Because um, Brian Last, who is the uh, co-host of the Jim Cornette podcast, okay, uh, one of the best podcasts out there. That's not ours. Yep. Um, he uh, comes from the music industry. Oh, okay. Okay. And he's often talked about like dealing with personalities and things yep. like that with musicians. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I do think there's probably a lot of uh, similarity. Yep. Yeah, cause basically, yeah, when you think about it, musicians and wrestlers are like basically not if you're not signed or you're pretty much independent artists. Yeah, yeah, no, they're yeah. very similar industries, very similar uh, personalities. Yeah, you need your you want your royalties, you want to uh, make sure that your character, your artistry is you know held well. You don't want to be you know tagged, you know. Completely. Yeah, but I mean, his father's in the football industry, so you would think like. Some of that were rubbed off on Tony, but it's not the same. Football players are, are a little, you know. Oh yeah, football players they get down. Yeah, uh, I think uh, we've all seen any given Sunday, right? Yep. Great movie. <laughs> yes. Great movie. And, th- and when you think about it, a lot of wrestlers come from football. Absolutely, a- absolutely. So, uh, which brings some I- of that locker room, you know, brouhaha's into the industry. Yeah, and, and you hear about that in football. Yep, about that sort of stuff happening. Um, exactly. But I, I feel like it's, well, I think it's two things. Number one, from what I understand, it's Tony Khan's dad that is in charge of the Jaguars. Right. Chad. So, yeah. <clears throat> so I, I think um, it's a little different, like in the dealings with with the people, you know. And you they probably all look at Tony Khan like, oh, this is our boss's kid. Like, let's be yep. nice to him. Well, I was gonna say, do you think if his father? Was in the round holding the rings, uh, and AEW things would be a little different. I don't know, okay, but possibly. Well, once we say at that press conference, would Punk would be able to be shooting like that? I don't think so, okay. All right, I uh, I think part of the I don't want to call it <clears throat> problem, yeah, I think part of the issue is Tony Khan has taken the approach of being friends with the talent, right. And it's like, ah, oh, that doesn't work. Like, you need them to respect you. I don't know. Vince tried to be one of the boys. That was in the 80s. Okay. And everybody was partying. Um, and Vince was living his best fantasies. True. Uh, <laughs> but but even then, like, Vince was working out and jacked. True. Like, so I, I feel like Vince always probably had, like, a level of don't mess with me. And he had Gorilla Monsoon. True. That was the other thing. Like, Tony Khan doesn't have a Gorilla Monsoon. True. True, true, true. <clears throat> or I was going to say, do you think Lee, uh, Cody leaving also probably hurt uh, in regards to the backseat, you know, backstage happenings? Definitely. Because um, now you've created a major power uh, trip, you know? Because um, now it's Cody. Uh, with Cody gone, it's Kenny and the Bucks really running, running things on their end. Well, when Cody was there, weren't they still have the same? Then they still still have the same amount of you know power as EVPs. Well, but Cody had some too. Okay, so you think he like said no to several of it of their possible ideas at one point? Yeah, I mean the the rumor and innuendo out there is that that's why Cody left was uh, he was very frustrated with how they were doing things, really? and uh, the rumor is he actually had to sign an NDA to not talk about it. I thought it was because he just wanted to fulfill Dusty's uh, goal of 
getting a belt with convincing them. Well, that's the story being told over okay, there. So but the, that's the gimmick reason. Yeah, that's the gimmick okay. reason. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, the rumor rumor mill is saying that uh, yeah he he had a fallout with Kenny and the Bucks, and that rumor came well before he even left. Really? Yeah. So there was already rumbles that he was just not disgruntled, but he wasn't satisfied. Yeah, that he was having problems with them, and I mean you can. Yeah, and I will say this as an avid AEW watcher, and yep. uh, and the princess has pointed this out on multiple occasions. Like you yep. can tell the difference between like the stuff Cody was booking, and what like Kenny and the Bucks were booking. Like it was like watching two different shows. Any examples? Um, well, just Kenny was booking the women's division. Oh, and you know. it was all yeah. It okay. was all like little Japanese girls. Um, okay. And then, like, because, yeah, when they all started, like, Kenny had the women's division, the Bucks had the tag division, and Cody had the TNT division. Oh. And Tony Khan was taking care of, like, the, the heavyweight main stuff. So that explains why Cody was so big on the TNT belt. Because he yeah. said that was his baby. Yeah, yeah. But that really didn't, really wasn't that well respected, is it? The TNT the title? I mean, it's a new title in the grand scheme oh. of things. Like, okay, okay. That's the a tough thing when you're running a company like that you don't have history right like the intercontinental title is worse even if though it's been treated like a joke lately yeah it still has that history it's like that's the belt that mr perfect wore that bret hart wore and like Shawn yep. michaels <clears throat> macho man yep yep i got you i got you i got you but uh yeah it is it is now that you bring that to light, it is interesting to see those uh, those areas. Um, yeah. Speaking of AEW, they just had the Grand Slam one? Yes. Did you get a chance to check it out? Yes, I did. And I what is your review? Yet, but uh, I watched okay. Dynamite. Okay. And uh, I thought it was good. Um, you know, we'll go right to uh, the main event. Okay. To crown the new AEW heavyweight champion. Yep. It was John Moxley against Brian Danielson. Oh yeah. And I thought that we were gonna see Brian Danielson turn heel and become the new AEW world heavyweight champion. Okay. But uh that did not happen. Uh neither of those things happened. And okay. John Moxley is the new AEW champion now three time, three time AEW world heavyweight champion okay so i take it you were not satisfied in the book it um yeah i'm torn honestly okay um I, I so here's the thing. I, I really want to see Brian Danielson um as a heel and, and with a title. Okay. The time to pull the trigger for that would have been last year when he came in. Okay. Uh right after headlining WrestleMania. Okay. But, you know, they didn't do it. And uh, I was like, oh, this could be the time they do it. And they didn't. I, I feel like it's weird for Moxley to be a three time AEW World Heavyweight Champion. So uh, early in the company. So early in the company, and like for Moxley to be that guy, like no disrespect, yep. Moxley. 
but I probably would have had Jericho as a multi-time multi-time champion only because his name is bigger. Ah, you think so? Because everybody knows Moxley from The Shield. Everybody knows Chris Jericho. All right, but I'm just saying, like the younger, like the more mainstream crowd, like you know, especially when Roman is so big now, they're like, oh, they see, remember him in that group, you know, with Seth and you know Dean. Yes, yes, but I'm like going back even farther. Everyone doesn't know Chris Jericho. Yeah, but when they see Chris Jericho, they oh now that he's in shape. But a lot of times they were you know hammering up that he was all like a bloated mess at the time. Yes, but uh, but he's in shape now. Yeah, but uh, where's where they go with Danielson now? I don't know, Um, and that's one of my issues. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to see where they go with him. My assumption with them giving, putting the title on Moxley, and this is yep. why I'm torn, my assumption is that, um, MJF is going to beat him for the belt. Okay. The, okay. And I'm like, that makes sense to me. And I'm like, yeah, you don't want to put the title on Danielson if you're going to immediately transition into MJF. Right. And they, they can have their feud their program for a while. Yeah, yeah. Moxley and MJF, you know, they, they've got a long-standing program, really. Yeah. Moxley's the only person to pin MJF um, in AEW. Oh, actually, no, Wardlow pinned him, too. <coughs> uh, well, I guess prior. that was a good decision, so, because if you had Brian Danielson as a heel, and then, what, you had to turn MJF as a face? Like, yeah, that, yeah, that's why I'm like, it doesn't work. Yeah. <clears throat> Unless you did bring in Wardlow, have a program with him and uh, Brian. That would be interesting, but that would be bad for Wardlow. Why is that? Go oh, okay, so he'd, have, he'd have to lose. They could do like a best of, I don't know, several matches type program. He's uh, not nah, not if it's over okay. the belt. Okay. See, I, I don't know his work rate that well, so like I'm just only going based on the fact that people really dig it. You know. Wardlow's not going to give you a five-star match. You don't think Daniel can carry I mean, with Danielson in there, they're, they're yeah. going to do really well. Okay. But, uh, but Wardlow, I mean, people want to see Wardlow deliver the power bomb. That's that's what you're there for with him. Come in and destroy. I got you. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you, when you watch Wardlow match, you don't want to see him doing technical wrestling. You want to see him hit two clotheslines and four power bombs. Yeah, but you can still have a big guy and a technical guy do a oh, decent yeah, you program. Can do it. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that's not what people want to see from Wardlow. Gotcha, they, gotcha. They literally just want to see the two clotheslines and four power bombs. Hysterical. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But it's a it's a winning formula. Like I, I'm I'm a I, I like watching good wrestling matches, but yep. I appreciate what they're doing with Wardlow and, and because I'm like the crowd gets so hyped. Okay. And it's like, yeah, we haven't had like a just like guy that comes in and beats the monster. Up. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Could uh, um, could there Although, be? Oh, no. Go ahead. What? I was just say, could there be another into a uh, big monster from AEW that they could bring up as well to, you know, because like we discussed that last episode, <clears throat> that AEW has an issue with like smaller main event guys. And not really in any big big dog, which I think somewhat can be 
hurting them because I mean it's been flourishing well for you know WWE with Roman for the longest mm-hmm. now. So, well, Roman's Roman. He's he's yeah, on a whole other level, right? But I'm just saying. I think also too, like it's also good to have that David and Goliath in wrestling. You know what I mean? No, like I on the main you. stage, like in AEW, don't really have that. No, Up, they don't. Cool. Uh, Hobbs, uh, Archer. I get, I'm gonna say, trying to think of like guys that are over six five. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not too I, many of them. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Luchasaurus, Luchasaurus, which I know he, like, he, I, he's a heel now, so that could somewhat he can with Christian, I guess, work somehow, some way. Yeah, I like it. <clears throat> um, I, it's not as silly, right? So that works for me. Right. Uh, is his move set? Can he do like a 30 minute match on a single tip and not tag? Nah, I would not put him in a 30 minute match. Right. So, but if you have like a good technical, like Danielson or trying to think of other tech, uh, technical guys, but could they carry him? Not through 30 minutes, I don't think. Okay. So, you know, I'm just thinking because that's usually the time for like the main event pay per view. Um, not necessarily. It depends, I think, on the... Uh, in WWE, your main event pay-per-views, you know, going to be 20 minutes, but you've got 10-minute right. entrances for each guy. Hysterical. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, do you think they definitely dropped the ball with Daniels? AEW? Yeah, they did. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, for whatever reason... Maybe he just doesn't want the title on. Possibly. Maybe he's just more happier putting guys over. Possibly. But that's not what's best for business. True. Well, yeah. I mean, if you if you use if you create new stars. But the problem is they're not creating new stars. And uh not with a mainstream audience. Like with their audience, they're yes, they've got new stars, but they they unfortunately don't understand I feel like AEW is of the belief that oh if we get like if we put over our new talent yeah. like people will just accept that oh they're at this kind of level <clears throat> what do you mean but as an example Orange Cassidy like they, they put him over Adam Cole they put him over like they put him over everybody. They put him over Jericho. They, right. Um, dope wrestler. I think. What's that? It's a dope wrestler. Okay. Um, you know, and if that's your flavor of ice cream, that's your flavor of ice cream. I, I've got to <laughs> with that. But he is clearly not on the same level as some of the people that they've put him over. And as a result, your mainstream audience isn't going to buy it. They're just going to be like, well, the. You know, this is just silly. Well, I was gonna say, I, I, I put him over uh, Adam Cole. No, he's he's not on Adam Cole's level, baby. Nah, he, Adam Cole don't really. He don't. I mean, he, he don't really. He'll other than his catchphrase, like what does <laughs> he like? Even NXT wasn't really like. You know, I mean, he, he was the only way he was able to like flourish because he was in that in the stable. So here's what I will say on that, actually. I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit of credit. <laughs> he, he needs a stable with him. Exactly. Uh, like, on the, on, the, on, the, 
on a solo tip, like he don't, he ain't really he he bland. He's not bland. He's bland. He's, He's not he, bland. He don't have no season salt. What? <laughs> you, have you looked into those beautiful eyes of his? Hysterical. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh boy. Hysterical. But uh, yeah, and OC with eyes like that, he, that man is not bland. OC, OC, you know, he's all about. He, he got the sarancha. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know, he, he you know, <clears throat> he carry, he carry, he carries Tropicana in his, in, in his, you know, on, on him. So you know, he got the juice. Wow. Yeah. Was that Adam Cole? Not so much. He's, he's just basically. Shawn Michaels, if Shawn Michaels was not on gear. But Shawn Michaels is arguably the greatest wrestler of all time. No, not even close. What? That goes from that goes from the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. A sport. Uh, 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 a kid from Alberta, Calgary. <clears throat> Chris Benoit? Hysterical. Because <laughs> <laughs> Benoit was better than Bret Hart. No, what? How can what? you be better than somebody if you're a carbon copy of another wrestler? Who's Benoit a carbon copy of? What? Do you forget the British Bulldogs and one of the tag uh, teammates in that? Okay, okay, I got you. This AEW show named after him? <laughs> <laughs> all right, kid, all right. <laughs> so, I mean, come on now. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, nah, I... Benoit was better than Hart. Yeah, uh, you that one. <clears throat> I'm I'm just saying. You you watch a Chris Benoit top level match. You watch a Bret Hart top level match. How many WrestleManias did uh, Benoit uh, main event compared to the Goat? You gonna say Hogan? Hysterical. Because <laughs> Bret Hart, I don't think main evented any WrestleManias. Did he? Well, he main evented the one with Shawn Michaels. Ah, uh, don't forget uh, WrestleMania Nine. Hogan had headlined that. It's there you go. Uh, WrestleMania Ten. Um, double matches in that too. One of the greatest opening matches of, of uh, WrestleMania matches of all time. No doubt there. And uh, able to uh, take the strap and that same uh, WrestleMania. Okay, that's fine. Um, so we've Why got what? Has been two wild WrestleManias that Hart has headlined. Has been wild been able to do that? Yeah. He he had two matches in one WrestleMania and one. No. no, but Benoit won the belt at WrestleMania <laughs> in a triple threat match with uh, HBK and Shawn Michaels. Basically, basically saying that he can't do a singles match, so you need two other opponents to make you look good. What? Hey, Brett did it only with one-on-ones. What? Yep. <clears throat> Brett, well, Brett worked with the, the true greatest wrestler of all time, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. So that's but he's not the greatest though. <laughs> but he is. Nah, that's just that's just no. Shawn Michaels could do it all and entertain you. Same thing with Bret Hart. No, Bret Hart couldn't take to the ropes. Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels is doing moonsaults to the floor. Yeah, because he looks so small. You have to make yourself stand out. He was the same size as Bret Hart. He wasn't. Bret Hart was bigger. Was. You bugging. You bugging. What? You bugging. You bugging, son. 
<clears throat> like I said, Adam Cole is just the the Dollar Tree version of uh, Shawn Michaels. Wow, wow, that's mad disrespect. That's plenty of respect. At, at least I said Shawn Michaels. I say he was the Dollar version of uh, Bastion Booger. <laughs> so where's the disrespect? <laughs> I can't handle anything right now. Yeah. Oh man, you need to acknowledge Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, I don't think you can use someone else's tagline for another wrestler. That just doesn't <laughs> use any tagline I want. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that seems like all the rumblings in AEW that did somewhat they started strong now they're somewhat like floundering a little bit i guess yeah, they're... all businesses are supposed to do that you know start off strong out the gate out the blocks you know if you attract terms but then sometimes you hit some hurdles yeah um it's gonna be interesting to see yep how they recover yep yep uh so yeah but WWE seems like now after they hit their hurdles with uh, Vince's discretion are now on the stride. They, they, they are hitting all cylinders. They are hitting all cylinders. Triple H is clearly in charge. He's got his crew with him. Shawn yep. Michaels has been promoted to executive vice president of something or another. Yep. Holding down NXT. Yep. Yep. Uh, got Road Dog back. He got Ryan Katz back. Um... So yeah, Triple H has his people where he wants them. Yep. He's got Killer Cross back. He's got Strowman back. Yep. Um, Strowman, right. they're, they're putting the rocket on to call him the monster of all monsters, which means goodbye almost, unfortunately. Yep. I like almost. I think I might be the only person. No, I dig him too. I dig all right, him. all right. Do you uh, speaking of uh Cross, uh now he's starting a program with Drew. Yes. You on board for that? Absolutely. I'm like, start start cross off with a top guy. Um, I, I've enjoyed the stuff they've been doing back and forth. Uh, so all good stuff there. Yep. Um, and yeah, I'm curious to see where it goes. I assume they'll have a banger of a match at Extreme Rules. Yep. So uh, curious, to stip- curious to know what this stipulation is going to be. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> um Cody, was he somewhat now like trying to still get his bearing? Like is he floundering in the WWE? Like has he done anything? Uh Cody Rhodes? Yeah. He's injured. Really? Okay. I was gonna say I haven't seen him on TV, so I wasn't sure like what's going on with him. Yeah, what? he uh he tore his pack. Oh, um, he's still re- rehabbing from that. Yeah, yeah. He's still he's gonna be out for a long time. How long does that usually take to heal? Close to a year, they said. So, because basically, uh, all the, he had like completely tore it. Yeah, so all the tenants have to reattach themselves, basically. Yeah. Is it so? They hope it will be ready for the rumble, but like right. that's a hope. I was gonna say, does it your body natural reattach, or does like you have to go in for surgery and stuff like that? To, you have to do surgery to do it like that. Okay, to put the tenants yeah. Back. Yeah. Because when it's a complete tear, they, they've got to do surgery. I've had a partial tear. Really? Um, before. And that uh, heals itself. Was, was it basically because of doing too much weight? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So it's not really form, just weight. Um, It's probably both. Okay. But it's, uh, yeah, it's stressing. You know, you're stressing the chest, the, the pec muscle. Yep. And, uh... 
the the stress gets to the point where it's too much. Okay. And okay. Uh, just like a tight pair of pants starts ripping. Okay. Um, but but yeah, so Cody's gonna be out for a while. But yeah, I'm curious though now with all these changes going on. Yeah, how does that impact him? When you, when you were recovering, was it hard to lift your arms? Like day to day nuisances, what were they? For me, thankfully, no. Day to day stuff like just drinking, grabbing something, no problem at all. Okay. Um, if for me, it would be like if I like put my arm back, like I'm trying to think of how to describe it. Like if, like imagine if you were like clapping like a walrus. <laughs> gotcha. Um, that back motion. Gotcha. That 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 would cause pain. But okay. any other motion was fine. How long did it take till you went back to uh, hitting the weights? Um, I was probably off weights for like four months. Okay. Okay. All right. And, uh, but yeah. Um, did you start off light again and just build yourself back up to your normal? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> well, hopefully he can, you know, uh, bounce back. Uh, is it one of those things that if you tear and you, recover from it do they get stronger or no I like I, 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 is it as gen- like is it more gentle now after the fact that's honestly a good question I'm going to assume especially since he has surgery yep. that they make it stronger I assume okay. they tighten everything up in there I, I don't know okay but uh but I'd assume so okay alright cool but yeah su- it's gonna be, be an interesting story uh of his I'm surprised they haven't brought his wife in to the mix of things um well he's a baby face right and, and like she's a heel really I thought oh, like yeah. in AEW wasn't she doing things with Cody um so it's interesting okay um she was but she came out a separate she, AEW has the baby face in the heel tunnels okay she came out the heel tunnel oh. she didn't come out with well he came out through the floor Okay. Um, <laughs> he didn't come out through a tunnel. Okay. Um, but but yeah, she'd come out through the heel tunnel. Okay. And she was kind of heel promos and wrestling yeah. bases. Yep. Oh, okay. <clears throat> all right, all right. And uh, at the end of the day, I think it's one of those things where um, just her personality, especially when she puts on her quote-unquote wrestling personality. Okay. Like, it's just, it's a heel. Okay. But still, you can't bring her in as a heel? Well, not with Cody. Cody as the ultimate baby face. Well, did, did, did the WWE crown on that married? Probably. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. yeah, see? I, I mean, she's Brandy Rhodes. I feel like it'll be hard to, like... Just do the whole one-name thing. Brandy. <laughs> You'd be like, you know? that boy is mine. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I'm surprised that she's not... She had that cooking show with AEW on YouTube and all that type of stuff. Yeah, she she was doing some big things. I, I yeah. assume she'll, she'll get something going. Okay, okay. All right. I could see WWE be interested in doing a cooking show with her. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of new feuds uh, with WWE, we got... The bloodline, you know, against uh, uh, the Seamus's crew. 
uh, I'm blanking on their name. Um, the Brute Squad? No. Brute Squad, yeah. yeah. No. It can't be that. <laughs> <laughs> the Brute Squad. Brute- the- Bru- Battle of Brutes. Battle of the Brutes. The Bruha. There we go. <clears throat> it's sort of hilarious, though. Not hilarious, but it's sort of interesting how, like, like <laughs> uh, Holland Ridge has been, like, pushed after this whole, like, debacle with Big E. Well, I mean, you saw. I mean, like you, you saw what happened to D'Lo after the whole Draws incident. He sort of like floundered. You know what I mean? True. I, I mean, I, I I don't know how much of a push I call it that Holland's getting. Right, but it's not like they like they didn't like kick him out the group by like them jumping him, and giving him like the whooping of his life, and then he's like, you know, solo on his own, and then they just pretty much make him a low card, you know, wrestler. No, uh, Triple H wouldn't do that. Okay, Vince probably would have. Yeah, Vince probably would have. Although, when the Biggie incident happened, Vince was still in charge. True. But uh, <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> this is. <laughs> but I'm like, maybe the fact that Biggie was black helped all his case. Oh, Vince? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Vince always did the. During, you know, Dr. King's birthday, always did the. The stroke. <laughs> On Raw, so I mean, he got to have some sort of, you know. Yeah, said he, and he had his poster in, up on his wall there, but uh, but yeah. I feel like outside of that one day, <laughs> where he had a poster of Doctor King in his office. Yeah, really? I thought yeah. I thought he had that giant T Rex skull. He had that too. Oh, I never knew that. But yeah, but uh, but I feel like outside <laughs> of that, Vince doesn't treat black people very well. I don't know. He loves um, uh, uh, Ron Killings. <laughs> indeed, he did. Oh, uh, you know, uh, where is he retiring? Or is he on doing his rap career stuff? Killings, he's still on the roster. Okay, what what show is he on? SmackDown or Raw? Uh, Raw. Okay. He hasn't been used uh, since Triple H took over. I was gonna say, are they still doing that twenty four seven title? Prior to Triple H taking over, they were. Okay. Uh, Killings was on every week with um, Takazawa and uh, Jillian, not Jillian Hall. Um, what's that girl's name? Uh, Daniel? No. She's the, the muscular girl. Um, okay. I can't think of her name now. She dated Batista briefly. Uh, no, I was only thinking of Melina. She ain't. No, not Melina. Um, oh well, I can't think of the girl's name. Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, but Dana Brooke. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, Dana Brooke, Takazawa, um, Ron Killings, and Tamina were all feuding over the twenty-four-seven title. Uh, okay. Weekly. Oh, okay. and Reggie. Oh, Reggie, okay. He's still <laughs> the stylist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was okay. he was involved in all that too. But uh maybe they're trying to repackage everyone. I don't know. Well, well at least repackage uh our truth though. Like yeah, he right? was, he still still can provide some value. He was gold as the you know NWA uh champion TNA. No doubt, no doubt. Granted he is what's up. Granted what? He's getting up there in age. 
Yeah, but he's still, I mean, he looks great. He's in great shape. Yeah, I think he's still he, go. Late 40s? At least, I feel, right? Yeah. Let's see. Ron Killings' age. Not Ron Simmons. <laughs> he's 50. Wow. He'll be 51 next year. Yeah. Yeah, he's on that... Uh... Him and Billy Gunn, you know, defeating Bobby. Right? Seriously. This is so funny. You know how uh, it's like, oh, like, you might also want to know? Yep. <laughs> so people often ask, aside from how old is Ron Killings, yep. they ask how tall is Ron Killings, six foot two. Okay. Uh, then they ask how old is Paul White? <laughs> Paul White? <laughs> 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 So they like, ask how old is Shelton Benjamin? <laughs> is Shelton still wrestling or did he retire? He's still wrestling. Okay. What brand? Um main event. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. That is terrible. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize how old Shelton was. Shelton's 47. Okay. Uh, that means Brock's probably the same age then. Yeah. That's crazy they came up at the same time. That's so crazy to me. In Minnesota? Yes. <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> what what else did you find? Uh, so they ask, how old is Sasha Banks? Yeah, and what's up, Naomi? Are they, are they coming back or no? Good question. Well, I didn't realize how young Sasha is. Sasha's only thirty. Okay. Okay. I'm always curious, like for women wrestlers, for like their ages, like. What is like young and old for them? You know what I mean? Like, you, so you said Sasha's 30. Is that like veteran age for wrestling for women's, or is that like right at the peak, the cusp, or is that getting towards like the you know the later part? You know what I mean? I, I mean, history has told us that that's getting towards their peak and downhill. Okay, okay. I don't know if that'll change. Okay, okay, all right. But uh, um, yeah, so are you looking forward to um, uh, Extreme Rules? Um, I don't know that yeah, I'd say I'm looking forward to it, only because okay. like I don't know what the matches are yet, other right. than uh, Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan. Right, right. Well, and and um, then we just say earlier, uh, Cross and McIntyre. Yes. Yep. But so, uh, I guess uh, it's a good thing. Don't you want to be held in mystery about the matches? Well, I mean, you want to know what they are to to know if you're looking forward to it or not. Well, I mean, well, like these type of pay per views, like I call them the throwaway pay per views, since now the main ones. I almost think like it's bound to be a surprise. Okay, I mean, the one thing we know, we know Roman will not be there. Nope, because it's a throwaway pay per view. And it's probably, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, and it's on a Friday, probably. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I mean, on a Monday. Like I don't yeah, do right? Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, but uh, I'm mostly looking forward to. Uh, it's not obviously in October, but the Survivor Series, uh, since they are going to have war games, uh, stipulation for one of the matches or maybe a couple of matches. Two. Uh, I, I read it's going to be a women's and a men's war game match. Dope. So those that would be cool. And especially now it'll be a Triple H war games match, which he wanted to do from, from like years and years and years ago. I feel you. Okay, so you're big into the war games. 
Well, I mean, since Triple H is, you know, he's like a, a wrestling buff like all of us. Like, so I think when his touches on it, it will bring it back to the the WCW yesteryear war games. Okay, okay. Which I'm I know on. you said I know you like Royal Rumble '92 is your favorite. So what's your favorite war games? Same year, actually. Funny enough. Really? Yes. So who's the '92 war games? World of War Games was uh, Sting Squadron. Okay. Taking on the Dangerous Alliance. Ooh, so in the Dangerous Alliance was uh, uh, Arn Anderson, uh, Sid. Uh, no Sid. I uh, thought he was part of the Dangerous Alliance. He was not part oh, of the Dangerous Pauly. Alliance. Um, the Dangerous Alliance, yes, led by Polly Dangerously and Medusa. It was uh, Sid Vicious? No Sid Vicious in that. Okay. But Arn Anderson, uh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Had Arn Anderson, him and Larry Zabisco. Yep. Larry uh, Zabisco. For a tag team. Uh, yeah, it's Dunning Steve Austin. Okay. With hair. Had, yes, with hair. Uh, yeah, Ravishing Rick Rude. Oh, really? Rude? Yes. Uh, okay. And uh, filling out the group was Beautiful Bobby. Was this after Rude's back injury or before? Before the back injury. Okay. All right. So he was still okay. And then what, what was Sting Squad? Uh, Sting Squad. That's a great question. I'm like, who was on that team? <laughs> <laughs> and what made it memorable uh, for you? I know the Rumble because you said Flair was holding his own. Uh, but what made this one memorable for you? Um, hmm. I remember. It's funny because I'm like, I remember watching it at my grandmother's house, my dad's mom. Yep. Um, but it's, I'm like, yeah, I'm like the the event itself. I'm like, I can't really tell you too much about. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I, but I'm like, oh, like I know for me that would be my go-to war games match. Okay. Um, and I'm looking up now to see who was on Sting Squadron. Uh, I don't want video. Oh, there we go. All right. So it was Sting, Nikita Koloff, Ooh. Ricky Steamboat. Barry Windham and Dustin Rhodes. Wait, so Nikita was a face at one point? Apparently. That's hilarious. Right? <laughs> I just remember him like, you know, Dots for Don, like all of that, and like, you know, that's weird. Well, I guess not weird. <laughs> no, it's not weird because they made uh uh what was the our version of WAF the Russian uh was oh, um, uh what was his name? Um you know what I'm talking about. Nikolai Volkov. Nikolai Volkov. Didn't they make him a face at one point? Yes, they did. Yeah, so I guess that, you know, you can... It's just like Rocky IV at the <laughs> end. <laughs> you know, like, we can all be, you know... <laughs> right. But, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, side sidebar, were you a fan of Nikita? Uh, back in early uh, AWA slash NWA days? Uh, so I, I, feel like, I feel like I was. Um, I feel like I remember as a kid being into the Russian sickle clothesline. Yes, yes. Him and with his uh, what was it, Boris? What was his manager? Not manager, but like Boris the head Zukov? guy. Boris Zukov. Yep. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, it's so hilarious because like <laughs> he didn't. I didn't learn later that he was like from. He was one of the Minnesota guys, you know, like with yes. Rudy. Henning, but like because he played off that he was like Russian, but he's basically from Duke, Minnesota, right? 
And I guess like he really lived the gimmick. Really? Yeah. How so? Like he moved to Russia or something? Like no, no, no. But like oh, okay. when he was out in public, like yep. he'd pretend he was Russian. Hysterical. <laughs> uh, are you uh, are you a fan of that when guys uh, live their gimmick, the method acting? Yeah. Okay. I think that's cool. It keeps the kayfabe. It does. I was gonna say, do do you think? Do you know of any names? I can't. Only think of maybe MJF, but like any guys that still live the gimmick. Yeah, I feel like MJF's the only guy now. Do um, you ever try to live your gimmick? Um, oh, but like try to like, I don't know, like so it doesn't like seem like so like you have to like do a turn on and off type of thing when you get to the shows. Well, it's interesting you say that uh, or, or ask that because I've actually been uh, toying with uh, Osiris. Um, his uh, kind of kind of his evolution, if you will, uh-huh. um, and uh, with where we're going with him right now, as I mentioned earlier, it's very horror um, based. Uh-huh. Um, I've actually been studying a lot of uh, Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. Okay, um, and I'm going to be taking some aspects of him and putting it into Osiris because uh, I- I've created this monster type character for Osiris in the ring. Yep. But I'm like, how do you go do an interview yep. with that? Like, you can't, yep. you know? Yep. Um, so yep. I've been trying to figure out what's that. Or if you see, if the fans see you out out in public and, you know, ask you for an autograph, like, you know, stay in character. Right. Uh, weren't you telling me uh, Kevin Sullivan would, like, would, like, shop in character? Like, yes. Like, or stuff like that. Yes. That must that be so hard. Robot? Yeah. <laughs> As the was this during the Taskmaster days or this was back in like the late seventies, early eighties when he was as as he has now said in many interviews, he was yep. he never called himself a devil worshipper. Right. Other people called him that. Right. Um so but I'm like so that's and I'm like, I don't know how to word it, like as far as what his gimmick was. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, because he wrestled for in the Florida promotions, correct? Yes. Yeah, cause I remember seeing clips on YouTube. Of uh, you know his like I guess his uh crew before what was it what was it called in WCW the Legion not the Legion Dungeon of Doom or something. Dungeon of Doom right so it was like a predecessor of the Dungeon of Doom it was like him some big ball dude uh another guy called Purple Haze yes yeah uh, um, uh and I forget there was like one other one other uh guy but yeah. It was it was almost like a better version of it before uh, the That's uh, definitely a better version. Yeah, the Dungeon of Doom was a little cartoony. It was a little little, you know. Yeah, uh, that <clears throat> little hacky, <laughs> little <Yeah>. campy, <laughs> right? Did you ever see? I think no, no. I think you pointed out to me the whole. Um, it was the Dungeon of Doom, and it was like a vignette that they did. It was like a cinematic vignette. Oh, with Hogan. Ah, uh, uh, what was it? It was the one with Hogan. I think like, it was like, oh, what did you do to the water? No, when they kidnapped Hogan, I think it was or something. I'm trying to think. Was it the one where and it's like that big guy in blue? No, I'm sorry. It was. It's not. They. I think they kidnapped him, but it was like they did like a movie. Like that. That like the headquarters was like in a, like an ice palace. I want to say like like oh, no, that was like, Vader. Vader. That was it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> The, ca- the White Castle of Fear. The White Castle. That that was it. Yes. 
Yeah, I could picture it in my head, but I was trying to put the pieces together. But yeah, that was super campy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, man. Oh, I think Abdullah was in the original one when he was down in Florida. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Those uh, WCW cinematic vignettes were something else. <laughs> right. It was like a Seriously. normal, like, Sting and Bulldog. I think it was like almost like a Baywatch thing. It was like Sting and Bulldog. Yeah. Against, like, uh, was it Vader? Not Vader, like Vader Sid Vicious. Sid. It was Vader and Sid, the masters Vader. of the power bomb. Yes. <laughs> they set, like, a bomb on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ah, uh, so, so, so good, but bad. Right? Such oh, a man. fun time period. Yeah. It's funny, a little off topic here, but on topic. Yeah. Uh, so, last night, I was hanging out with uh, members of the shoe crew. Yep. And uh, we were watching Baywatch. <laughs> there we go. And uh, there were these drug dealers that were like uh, smuggling cocaine. Okay. And like uh, David Hasselhoff and like this other lifeguard like break into like this warehouse. And yep. I'm like, you guys are lifeguards. You're not cops. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, we're taking down this cocaine ring. Like, what? <laughs> those, are, yeah, those are some, uh, some, some good lifeguards. Right, like save you from water and save you from class C substances. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. They got into like a karate fight. Like, oh my goodness! Uh, but speaking of uh, Halloween havoc, uh, no, well, <laughs> since we're getting close to Halloween, no, I was thinking of the the vignettes of when they brought in Chucky with uh, Rick. Yes! And then they sort of did it last year with uh, Baby Steiner uh, when they were bringing back that Chucky TV show. So That's I thought that was sort of hilarious. WCW in the mid nineties, everybody talks about WWF being all hokey, you know, during that time. But they were hokey just as much before yeah. the Monday Night Wars. They had the whole RoboCop, <laughs> the whole Chucky feud, the thing we were just talking about—the ice uh, castle, the bomb on the beach. Yeah. Uh, like, they're they were pretty hokey even back then. No, you're right. Um, they they were, and I guess maybe that was just the time period of things being hokey. Yeah, very campiness. Uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad for the time. The, the era that we lived in too was sort of like that, you know. No, for sure, for sure. That's yeah. uh, so it fit with, yeah. with everything, and and I mean, you, you know, you think about the Attitude Era and the Nitro and all that. Yeah, that's the same time where culture w- was shifting you had beavis and butthead and ren yep. and Stippy, uh, yep. you know and things like that um so yeah the culture shifted and everything shifted with it yeah yeah now that i think about did uh the wf do they have any cinematic type of stuff like wcw had during that mid-90s run um closest thing I can think of is uh, uh, One Man Gang becoming Akeem the African Dream. <laughs> How'd that go? Uh, they had a whole thing where he went on like some like spiritual quest. <laughs> like... Well, so hold on, One Man Gang. I thought that he was from ECW though, right? No, One Man Gang was everywhere. I thought he was in ECW. Like He wasn't he in was ECW? ECW, but he was also in WWF prior to that uh he was in like, right, but, territories yeah but he, he yeah was he was WCW. yeah but he was the same guy as hakeem you're saying right yeah yep 
they become one man game in ECW though after Hakeem, like after he finishes nah, nah, he was one man gang before he was Hakeem. What? Yeah. When did this happen? Because I always, <laughs> I remember you know him and Big Boss Man. I was like, what was it like the Towers of Pain, something like that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but who was he on that? Man? He was one man gang. What year was this? Because um, Hakeem was like WrestleMania like four and three, right? At least WrestleMania four. I don't know about WrestleMania three. So he was one. He was in. So he was probably one man gang at WrestleMania three. And he was a WWF back then. Yeah, I did not remember this. Yeah, and uh, they did a whole crazy thing with him because I'm, I'm gonna have to find it on YouTube and send it to okay. you. But yeah, he, he like did this like whole spiritual like quest and okay. went to the Sudan or whatever and then became like what and all of a sudden started speaking jive and what his neck around <laughs> that's so bad right that's so bad <clears throat> but uh, I did not know this well was he better as a one man gang <laughs> like, was, he a, was he a was he a heel and they yeah one man gang was a heel um, or was he a like a okay yeah, definitely send that because I did not. I, mean, I thought he turned. I thought he was one man game in ECW as like a new gimmick. No, no. Oh, okay. Quite interesting, right? But you said there was a cinematic type uh, vignette for him. Yeah. Yep. Okay. For his, uh, for his whole thing to become him. Okay. All right. <clears throat> okay. All right. Cool. But uh, yeah, it seems like we uh oh um, Bobby Fish is in uh Impact now. What? Yeah, that's crazy. So uh, he's the newest signee. I did not know that. Yeah, I guess you know he couldn't get Triple H's ear without the rest of uh you know undisputed. So he was like, all right, um, try the next best best thing. TNA. Interesting. Curious to see how they use them over there. Same here. Same here. But, uh, uh yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw this past week's SmackDown. Yep. Did you see, uh, the honorary Oos got his own shirt? I did. <laughs> I, for a minute, I was, I was a little concerned. I, I, uh, it was a, it was a, uh, you know, it was a little emotional. It was on. Uh, when Macho Man and Elizabeth reunited, I was, I, I was like, ooh. I hope they'll do them like that, but then Roman and Tribal Chief, once again, never let nobody down. Was able right. to the table. <laughs> oh man, I, I was on an emotional roller coaster. Much to the chagrin of uh Uso number two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Yo, not he pleased. was so hyped to rip that shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> he was not pleased. When Roman was like, oh, like you'll never wear that shirt like again, like <laughs> He was he was like pacing back and forth. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like, good. Someone get him a leash. So good, so good. Uh, so good. <laughs> when uh, he ripped that shirt off, he was like, "Yeah." But like, they need another stable now, though, to like contest with like the, like they got legit like five dudes that like they pretty much put all like because um uh 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 Seiko. Uh, pretty much, uh, he defeated uh, your man Carmelo in NXT to you know somewhat get the title, but now it's like a couple grabs, right? Yeah. But like, they still 
poking him strong. So like you got another strong member now of the bloodline, other than you know the Usos. Then you got Roman. I don't know what they're gonna do with you know uh, Sammy as far as like his matches if he's gonna be going over a lot, but. Still, like, you need another, like, stable to contest with these guys. Like, they're pretty much, like, running, like, the whole, like, promotion without, you know, impunity. I mean, good for them. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying, but you need, like, your Batman, you need your, your Joker. You know what I'm saying? Your A and your B. I feel you. Yeah, my, my guess? Yep. Th- they're going to get taken down systematically. Okay. I think the first thing that'll happen is they will at some point kick Sammy out. He'll so be the mole. Have a problem with Uso number two. Yep. Uh, which is Jay Uso. I now yep. know them apart because I know Jay is the one that does not like Sammy. <laughs> Jay and Jimmy. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I think at some point, you know, Sammy will get kicked out. And I think once that happens, I, I assume him and Kevin Owens team up and they beat the Usos for the tag titles. And start a lengthy program or one and done? No, probably a lengthy program to get there. Okay. But eventually they, they, they beat the, the Usos for the tag belts. How long do we see Sammy being an honorary Us for? Up to I what hope period? for a while because I'm loving it. So uh, would you rock it to the Rumble or even further? Oh, like, even further. I'm like, as long as he's entertaining me on those entrances. Yep. Like, I mean, he is great with, with everybody's entrance, too. Like, with the Usos entrance, Sammy comes out with that Uso energy. Like, with Roman's entrance, he's got, like, that, like, stoic energy, but he's still, like, hype. <laughs> like, with Solo, he comes out hype. Like, would you, would you, so would you carry it to Mania then? And then yeah, I, you know what? I would probably carry it to Rumble and then between Rumble and Mania build to that Owens and Sammy against the Usos. Okay. That's probably what I would do. What's Owens doing right now? I don't really know. Um, I feel like he's feuding with Austin Theory, but I might be making that up. Okay. I think okay. I'm making that up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other things, in uh, other tidbits. Um. Like yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So. Okay. All right. But oh yeah. Uh. We just discussed over NXT that the uh, North American title is up for grabs. Um. And uh, trying to think of any other NXT tidbits. Uh. They last time, like I said, they just they it's been a year, I guess, for 2.0. Yeah, yeah. So far with the experiment, I think it's been pretty pretty helpful. You know, establishing stars. Definitely established Carmelo. He flourished. Definitely established the Creed brothers. Um definitely established uh Seiko. Uh uh, and uh as well as I guess you can say established pretty deadly as another tag team. Um, for it hasn't really helped uh, uh, Grimes as much. He's sort of like mid Cardi for NXT. Uh, Interesting. I would say the same thing for um. It didn't really help. Well, they kicked him off the show, but it didn't really help LA Knight. Uh, so I'm just thinking of, like after the whole year, like the the pros and cons, and like okay, I got you. It didn't really help you know LA Knight because now they push him to like advantage to like 
you know, uh, SmackDown. Uh, Although I think that he's going to be wrestled again soon. For NXT? Yeah. No, for uh, SmackDown. I think he's okay. going to drop the Max Dupree gimmick. I think he's going to okay. go back to LA Knight. Okay. Um, he cut a promo a couple weeks ago where he mentioned, like, something about, like, those LA Knights or something like that. Right, right, right. And, right. Uh, this past week on SmackDown, he got very frustrated with the models. Are you a fan of them? Uh, not really. Not my flavor. Vice yeah, same here. Yeah. I think they all... They should have been on NXT as well. I don't think they should have been ma- named like the main brand. I feel you. You know, I definitely feel you on that. Um, but uh, but yeah, they um, he got frustrated with the group and uh, he was like taking his jacket off. And uh, so I'm like, they, I don't know. They're teasing dissension there, which makes me think maybe he'll be leaving and uh, doing his own thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, trying to think of was there any, anything else from NXT that was uh that they could have worked on. Uh, I think with uh, uh, Champa, they didn't really he didn't really do, I mean, they had him and baby uh Steiner do their thing, but like other than that, you know, really now they have him in like a weird. You know, uh, stable with um, bustin' faces with the Miz, yeah. Which so. I personally, I'd like to see him and Gargano team back up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, I don't see Gargano by himself on the main roster. Like that just doesn't work for me. Bring him back to NXT. Nah, nah. Don't bring okay. him back to NXT. He's on the main roster. But I'm like, put him, put him and Champa together as a team. I'm, I'm like, that works for me. Okay. Um, heck, I wouldn't even mind if you ran the, 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 their whole NXT program, re, rerun it on the main roster. Well, I was going to say, now that Triple H is in charge, do you think he'll keep the whole only certain age groups would be on NXT and like the older guys would be on like the mainstays? Or do you think NXT will be for everybody? I think NXT will be for everybody. Okay. Yeah, because Vince was like, you got to be like younger 25 than 25. <laughs> So I wasn't sure like how that play out with Trip Triple H. Nah, I, th- I think there'll be a little bit more uh, space for for things. I-, I think Triple H understands that like you need some seasoning like yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. to get good. Yeah. Um, although the rumor and innuendo is that uh, he and the rest of the staff have soured on Gable Stevenson. Really? Yeah. But he hasn't wrestled yet. But that's. Part of the problem that they expected okay. him to be ready by now. Well, because I say his brother, um, what's his name? He's yeah, part of the diamond mine. John Johnny Kemp. No, maybe yeah, I don't know what the name. Something is, Kemp. I know it's his brother. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's turned heel, and he's now feuding with uh, the uh, Creed brothers. So okay. Yeah, but yeah, I, I hear they like him, but that Gable Stevenson's just not picking it up. And yeah, uh, which is I tough. What's that? No, so I can believe it. Why you believe it? Wrestling's not for everybody. To, you know, it's not like riding a bike. That's true. Some people go, you know, have time, have issues trying to pick up the uh, nuances. Very true. And yeah, it seems like that might be his his issue, which is yep. tough. He had a lot of expectations. They thought he was going to be the next Kurt Angle. Okay, uh, but I'm like, there's only one Kurt Angle, and that, there's a reason for that. <laughs> like, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's true. 
Boys, is the same size as Kurt? Um, Steven's bigger than Kurt. I and like size, like physique. Yeah. Okay. Physique wise, at least I don't know about height. Okay. I'd have to see them next to each other, but physique wise, yeah, definitely. Okay. 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 But uh, if things don't work out, he could always go into MMA. Yeah, that's true. It worked out for um, Daniel Stevenson. Yeah. Right. So, even though it seems like every time, <laughs> it seems like uh, uh, Bones, uh, uh, John uh, Bones, always keeps on harassing uh, Daniel. <laughs> always trying to challenge him to a rematch, and then end up like harassing him. Right. Is he ever gonna? Is he ever gonna fight again? Because like, every time I see articles, like he's like, oh. He looked first of all. He looked like he's four times the size that he once was, and like I always feel like, oh, he's getting ready for either, uh, uh, uh what's his face, uh, Francis Ngannou? No, 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 no. um, uh, it's gonna bother me now. Uh, uh, Is he at a step, no, no, uh, Stepin, st- oh, uh, Miocic, yes, Stepin, Miocic. Yeah, are they ever gonna like get in the ring? Is John, so, John Gavin wrestle? Is he like done for? Not uh, wrestle. Jones is uh, so Jones is ready. He's, okay. Uh, he, he's taken. He took two years to to gain forty pounds, which is crazy. And uh, he is ginormous. He is. But he said that's what he would need to fight Francis Ngannou. How much does uh, Francis weigh? Two sixty five. And, and what's Bones at now? That's the heavyweight limit. So Ngannou okay. diets down. <laughs> to reach that 265. So what's his walking weight? Uh, he's probably close to like 300. Like, off, quote unquote, not that UFC has an off season, but you know. Yeah. Wow. So what's John Bones uh, Jones up to right now? Uh, he's between 240 and 250. Walking weight or cut weight? Walking weight. Oh, so he still has like 20 pounds uh, to gain, I guess then. Nah, he says he feels good where he's at. Okay. And um, he says probably if he dies down, he's only going to lose 5, 10 pounds. Okay. And nope. uh, he's, he says he's ready for a fight. And the question at this point is, because Ngannou, who's the UFC heavyweight champion, yep. uh, he's got an injured knee. Oh, okay. And uh, so they're, they want to do Jones and Ngannou. Um, the question will be if Ngannou can't do the fight, then they'll do Jones and Miocic for the interim uh, heavyweight championship. Okay. All right, cool. So, uh, so yeah, is, so that's where that's at. I'm is, he the only is he the only under, current undefeated fighter in the UFC right now? Technically, Jones isn't undefeated. Uh, okay. He does have one loss on his record, although... It's one that Dana White has actually like tried to get taken off, like, but the athletic commission won't do it. How'd he lose? Um, he did a what's called a twelve thirty elbow. Okay. Um, which is basically straight up, straight down on somebody's head. Oh uh, yes, okay. And uh, that is illegal. Um, okay. in the jurisdiction that they were in, and that's the thing. Like, it's not illegal everywhere. <laughs> Okay. Uh, but it was illegal wherever that fight took place was. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, looking forward to because, like I said, I keep on reading articles. It's been like forever, and it's like he put so much muscle on, and this, that, and the third, he's ready to dominate. But I was like, when is this man gonna fight? 
I expect there to be either a December or January fight. That's going to be, I'm putting that out there now. Against Stipe? Um, I don't know which one it'll be against. Okay. But it'll be against one of those two. Okay. And uh, for those of us, those those that are listening here, you're, you're hearing it first. No one else is reporting that. So you're getting an inside scoop directly on before the three count. Uh, we'll find out how inside it turns out to be. But that is my prediction. Uh, who are who is the top dogs of the, the heavyweight? Uh, uh, Jones, Steve, <laughs> Francis, and Goddard. Just, just those three. Well, um, what's his face? He's not in no more. Uh, Alistair. Not Alistair. Um, Alistair Overeem? Alistair Overeem. Yeah, he's not in UFC no more? No. Uh, okay. Will he retire? Um, he still fights, um, but uh, I don't know if you've seen him lately. He's on uh, TRT. Okay. And, uh, and that's why, he's, <laughs> why is he huge? <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? His, well, he's like, always been neck, a big like, dude. Touches his ears. He's always, been, he's always been a big dude, even like when he was in Pride. Yeah, yeah. Well, Pride didn't drug test. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. Like, if you look at pictures of him, like in Pride and UFC, you can see, yep. like, a difference. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Uh, oh, and we all know what's ever gonna happen with uh Kane Velasquez's uh situation. Not looking good, really. Not looking good, which is a shame. Because what they saying? Because almost like uh first degree, because it was premeditated. Because he pretty much went out after he, you know, after the fact. But the well, I mean, attentions. I don't know if they're saying premeditated because okay. it, it really wasn't premeditated. It, it was reactionary he and you know for those that don't know the story because this is a really sad story actually yes it is terrible yeah um Cain Velasquez's son um was molested um at his school well like it wasn't a school school it's like a like a daycare type place right Uh, and um the guy that did it so Cain Velasquez is just driving about going about his day Right, and he uh, at a I think it was at a red light. <laughs> he just happens to, to see the guy that did it in yep. the car. Oh, okay, okay. And it was one of those things where Kane didn't know because uh, the guy got out of jail on bail. Right, and Kane didn't know that. Oh, okay. And so uh, for him, it was just like, wait, what? This is the guy that's <laughs> like, and you know, open yeah. fire. Yep. Kind of situation. Yep. Um, and uh, unfortunately, the guy—I think it's the guy's like stepdad or something like that—was in the car and got hit. Oh, okay. Um, so it's a uh, so one of those sort of situations, uh, unfortunately. But um, that's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so definitely uh, prayers to the Velasquez family. Um, oh, what a crazy year it's been for for them. Yeah, cause he he was the champ at the time, or no, no, no. he was. Uh, in fact, he was kind of in a state of limbo because uh, he had just been released by WWE. <laughs> oh yeah, cause he uh, wrestled with Rey Mysterio, right? For a brief- yeah, <laughs> yeah, very briefly. Okay, okay. And is uh, Bigfoot Silva still in UFC or no? No, no, oh. he's long gone too. All right, so yeah, so the heavyweight. Uh, area, not a lot of guys. It seems like no, it's really not. Like he'll be 
going back anytime soon? No, no. After he uh, his lawsuit and everything, he definitely won't be back with UFC. And then is Frank Mir still? He's UFC? long done. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, the heavyweight division in UFC is kind of tough right now. Uh, they've got some some guys uh, that people like, but okay. they're not. But they're not really winners. Uh, like Derek Lewis, um, the Black Beast. Um, people like him. Yep. But uh, he loses a lot because he's he's just kind of a brawler. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Ty Tuivasa. Uh, people like him a lot. He but he's okay. also like a brawler. Um, okay. And so, like, like they won't even sign a fight with him and John Jones. They're like, oh, John Jones would like literally kill him just from a <laughs> skill perspective. Uh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, what do you think of um, Anderson Silva and, and Jake Paul? That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, probably Jake Paul's biggest challenge, uh, especially since Anderson Silva has now proven that he can box. Yep. And it's gonna be interesting too because Anderson Silva is so much taller, right? So he's gonna have the reach. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be the first time I feel like Jake's fighting someone bigger than him. Yep. Yeah, because all the other guys like Nate Robinson, uh, yeah, Tyron Woodley. Yeah, they were like pretty much shorter than him. Yeah. Yeah, he he was much bigger than him. So, but uh, you know, it's definitely gonna be interesting because uh, like. If, <laughs> I so hope that Anderson Silva. Not to say I don't have, I have a thing against uh, Logan Paul. Not Logan Paul, Jake Paul. Jake Paul, like, yeah. Anderson Silva loses. Like, oh my goodness! Like, <laughs> <laughs> be a huge besmirch on his uh, his fighter card. Even though he's you know past his prime, uh, but still, like, you're still a fighter. You know, raised, bred uh, fighter. Like, this would not look good. Yeah, it's a but like you said, he is past his prime, so I think they might right. give him a, a little bit of a pass in that regard. But, to, but against, like, I can see if he was going against like the initial, it was supposed to be him and Roy Jones. Yes, I could definitely see that. But Jake Paul, like I said, I have nothing against him, but like, yeah, you know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you. It's uh, yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, Jake Paul, though, he's proven too that he can. Box, he's a tough guy, right? But it's like we said, it hasn't been. But then, like Tyron Woodley is a UFC fighter, you know. So and he got, you know, taken care of convincingly both times. So yeah, I mean, he's also a lot smaller, right? And he, but he wasn't this. He didn't have the skill set of like Anderson, like Silva. Like Anderson Silva was like the man at uh, middleweight and yes, and a striker. Answer, yeah, exactly. Like, and yeah. for like decades, all the way, you know, from prime and probably like those hidden Brazilian backyard fighting on the yeah, right. <laughs> not saying that Tyron Woodley was like a like you know a job or nothing like that in the UFC. You know, he could get busy, uh, uh, but they well, always he was say a wrestler, he, right? And they always say he had like it, 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 I was reading, not reading, but I heard like an interview saying that he, he, there were two types of Tyrone Tyron Woodley that would show. You know, the one day you can know that was like. Handle business, and then another one that'd be a little more flaky. Okay, I got you. So, but yeah, I hope for you know, and because I was always a huge fan of him uh, in UFC, I, I don't want him to lose. You know Wait, what? 
you know what I'm saying? Because I was a big fan of uh, Anderson and UFC. I don't want him to lose. I, I understand completely. But I am hoping for a good fight, though. So. Yes, I'm hoping for a good fight. And uh, what's tough is because uh, what's sitting out there right now is Nate Diaz. Okay. Um, and they're saying if Jake Paul beats Anderson Silva, okay, he goes into a fight with Nate Diaz, which is probably going to be big money. Okay. Um, I'm surprised. I'm, like, first. I'm surprised they didn't have him fake fight on uh, Nate. Well, Nate Diaz wasn't available until after two two weeks ago. Oh yeah, right. You're right. He just finally finished out his UFC contract. Okay. Okay. Do you think you have a better chance against uh, Jake against Anderson? Like if you put the two on two together, okay, he's more. Yeah, I feel like Jake Jake Paul would have a better chance of beating Nate Diaz in a boxing, yeah. boxing match than Anderson. Yeah. yeah. I like Diaz is a jujitsu guy. Yeah, Anderson's a striker. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to be using his feet, but like his hands are just as deadly. Totally, totally. But And size. Exactly. But we all know Anderson, he's much older, so those reflexes plays a huge part. Well, that's probably what Jake Paul's counting on, I'm sure. Exactly. That's what that's... The whole thing with like Roy Jones, like you know, towards the after his prime ended because he lost his reflexes because he was going off different weight classes. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but I mean, Jay Paul's not the fastest puncher, so we shall see. Indeed, we shall. We shall. Yeah. When's that happening? Um, I feel like that's October sometime. So it's coming up real close, real soon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. All right, cool. But uh, yeah, I guess that's uh, uh, what's on today's water jug. Yeah, today's water jug is a simple three-word phrase uh, for everybody out there. It's you got this. Hysterical. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, everybody, you got this. Uh, you got this episode. Uh, so uh, yeah. Next episode will be in the month of October. Crazy. Big month. We got Halloween Havoc. We got Extreme Rules. We got uh, Halloween. Halloween Halloween ends. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we got we got a lot. We got a lot. Yeah, a lot of, lot of stuff going down. So no, wait. Any pay-per-views for AEW for October? No, because AEW only does four a year. Really? Okay. Yeah. Nice. So their next pay-per-view is November. Okay. Uh, AEW Full Gear. Okay. Which, right. uh, it's rumored it'll be Moxley and MJF. That has not been made official yet, but that is the rumor. All right. Okay. We're looking forward to. So, uh, yeah, if you want to take us out. Yeah, we'll go with the outro. Um, but, yeah, like we always do about this time. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all could be anywhere in the world. You're here with us. We appreciate. We love you. Keeping it simple today. You got this. Thanks for joining us. One, two, three. And hold on. The bell's over here. 